Welcome to the Strengthening Families and Communities Forum. I'm the co-host, uh, Rich Urban, my wife, Stacy. Our next speaker is Father Bio Adrian. He hails from Cameroon, and we are blessed to have him here at the Peace Kingdom Center. So let's welcome him up for his presentation. And also, he's going to be doing a healing drum circle afterward. How do you follow such... Um... A wonderful-hearted, um, very pragmatic, solution-based um, presentation. Let us show love again to all our presenters thus far. The question and answers, um, Sister ba Barbara, is that Barbara? Yeah. My goodness, um, you! I should give you this time to share. <laughs> and we know we will all be back to continue this effort. But first of all, I want to really thank God for... Um, Richard Auburn and the wife, um, they represent the heart of what my ministry that God has really um, lifted up to um, a level of um, seeking to embody um, more than just preaching. How do we embody what we teach and what we already know as truth, which is really kind of the challenge um, we really have because the truth is almost everybody <laughs> desires good, wants to do good. At least from their, what they were like, from their original, whatever, you want, you know, even somebody going to steal many times, you know, a, a mother starving or somebody starving um, has to do something um, and may end up not doing the right thing because of circumstances, situation, or the system, the system. Uh, and it's not a very good season. So let me, let me, there's some things I want to, if you can get oh, yeah. to my slide for me while I, I thank you, Richard. And there are several notes I took here because um, we are here as us, US. <laughs> and I'm not just saying uh, the United States, which it should be. It should be what's good happening in West Virginia should be the same good happening in Pennsylvania. And we, we are kind of challenging each other to do the best, highest standard. Uh, and that, that we can say we are united. But actually, we are, we are a divided state. We are in a divided state of affairs. So when I talk about us, um, when I talk about us, I'm talking about universal siblings. You for universal S for siblings. When I talk about us, I'm talking about universal solutions. Again, U for universal, S for solution. This is what our God is about. This is what Jesus is about. It came that we may all, not some. However, there's a responsibility <laughs> in that statement. There's a responsibility to choose properly, to act properly, so that the love of God flows the proper way, the divine way to all, to all. Um, I'm just grateful. You, you, you know, it's important we echo, not just, um, you know, bring something else. Um, the system is definitely um, set. The right button is advanced. Thank you. The system is set for us to to fail. To fail in that family aspect that's that is obvious and many of our all our sisters and brothers have, have spoken on that i want to really highlight that hope scholarship as a very good poly, uh, as a very good um way for us to take back ownership 
of 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 uh, and direction of our own personal lives are very 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 good too and we know no doubt the evil ones would not like it because no they don't want you satan didn't want eve to be in control of her senses to, <laughs> he wanted to dominate um 40 47 percent of children are born out of out of wedlock it's 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 impossible for this nation to i mean to survive with that that kind of numbers and it's not going down it's uh, and actually the truth be told this is maybe gathered from reporting that that are maybe more official so they, it's higher to an extent it is higher because you, you can't tell me that they went to every 350 million home and took the poor <laughs> it, it is definitely higher um but again, part of the solution we, we are finding here is taking ownership of the problem, not just the solution, but ownership of the problem. I want to restate that very important. And this is what I see us doing here. It's not only seeking to, when I say taking ownership, it's not a matter of um, pointing the finger somewhere at whoever. Yes, it is being able to identify how this, the problems are, but more importantly, coming with a solution. Because it does no good. <laughs> it has never done any good to you. We can people drink and talk about oh the problem is this, the problem is that, the problem. Okay. <laughs> okay, somebody. Okay. <laughs> Who has the solution? Step on. We all believe me, you go next door, you go anywhere. Even a child will tell you the problem. Right? Oh, the problem is my parents. They don't want me to, to do this or to do that. But we are coming from again a solution perspective, and I so love this. So forums like this are very important. I really want to encourage this. It doesn't have to be ten thousand people coming to a place because that never works. That's like these false peace conferences. People become um, professional peace conference attendees, <laughs> and they never. I mean, oh, believe me, there are peace conferences going on all always, and you're like, why is there no peace? Why is there it's again like the but um conferences we all attend in the name of the board of education and you come back and it's like okay you just went there and we don't apply again like going to church we go to church many of our leaders whether democratic whether republican whether independent i would say a good percentage of american leaders in the political or public arena believe in god their own way and they go to church. So this is a big problem. That if we have these good numbers of persons who are claiming they believe in God, they go to church, how is it our system is so broken? Back to again, taking ownership. It becomes, how do we transfer individual responsibility? Always. Meaning, even though I may be doing good, or I think I am ethically right. Do I just now be selfish and okay, I'm doing good, okay? My my people, my no, as you say, we have to expand it. We have to help another. Because if we don't, I become the problem. I really become the problem. Oh, me, myself, and I, my people, we are good. No. It's, it's going to penetrate your people, it's gonna come if we don't collaborate. So that's back to us again, universal solutions. Dr. Um, 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 Urban, I call you a doctor because you deserve that. No, 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 no. Um, all these paper things are just that. People who work from the heart, 
who 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 pioneer ownership um, uh, ministries like you the the, the 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 aspect of ultra teen choice which i so love is the peer mentoring peer mentoring that is amazing when you get children or a child to now understand the value the beauty of being abstinence, waiting for the right time. And he or she now becomes the advocate, not the parent anymore. Because I tell you the truth, brothers and sisters, when you were younger, if you if you had a crew, you listened to your peers more than you listened to your parents, more than you listened to the pastor, more than you listened to anybody, your teacher. Your peers influence you more. We may not like it, but it's the truth. We've all. And this is the same thing happens with our children. The peers, oh, let's go. Mom, let's go smoke. Let's go do this. Even though mommy in our hearts, mommy said don't, but uh, five of I'm on you're a weak link. We listen to our peers. So I really love that is one part that must be. We must do our best to help encourage your pro this program, which is a godsend program. The godsend solution program, especially that peer mentoring. I can see it as the, 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 you know, we said the rolling stone that gathers the good solution the most. <laughs> Not the other rolling stone. Papa who was a rolling stone. <laughs> and so um, the res resolution of adopting a character and abstinence-based sexually healthy education. Um, I want to work with you on that resolution some more because um, we need such a resolution um, at least to, to, to take root in some local school board um, system just like west virginia is pioneering this this hope scholarship so that others can see it. it's a very beautiful resolution that that we should encourage so and one of the last things which is not the last thing education on or about absolute sex education my beloved brothers and sisters it's a no-brainer we need it and we do not just need it in the schools we need it from the pulpit. Can I repeat that again? We do not just need it from the schools. We need it from the church, the mosque, the Jewish, the temple pulpits. This has been the... When Reverend Sung Young Moon released that statement about him wanting to encourage absolute sex education, it frightened many persons. It just... Uh, absolute sex you know because it's sex is what we we kind of dread away from you know publicly even privately um our children when they come to us and ask uh, where do babies come from we give them the ring marrow ring around the roses eh, the beds and the bees when a child asks that question that child is ready for knowledge that child is ready to be coached to be guided not the time for uh, you know well you're not ready it's fairy tales that and then, you know, like the Santa Claus fairy tale. So they grow up now. The child cannot trust you. No, seriously. Subconsciously cannot really because you told them a fairy tale. And you keep enforcing a fairy tale. And so it's important that sexual, absolute sexual education um, be started from the pulpit. And uh, we encourage, because if it is done from the pulpit, it will encourage the parents. It will be part of Sunday school curriculum. It will be part of our education curriculum. So from the from the church, from the spirit to the home, to it will finally take hold in the school. So as a pastor, I want to encourage that. And that's what we have turned our 
our services on Sunday to what we call a true love culture university. Because we find out that on Sundays is one of the best times parents and children gather. When is the best time to teach about family values, about good sexual ethics? It's on Sunday when the family can be together. And so that's one thing we want to encourage. So let's see. Strengthening families in the community, the heavenly way. How do we do that? True strength comes from facts. Knowledge, which is facts, not feelings. Not feelings. Feelings are not facts. I feel like a woman. It's not a fact. <laughs> I'm a man. Yeah, I may feel whatever. I may shed tears because I have my mother's genes in me. But I'm a man. No matter how I feel compassionately and cry, even I wear a, a skirt as my great Scottish brothers wear, or I wear a dress like, like my great Saudi Arabian uh, brothers wear a long dress, or with the, with the Catholic priest, we wear the black robe. I'm a man. <laughs> no matter how I feel, no matter how you feel, woman, that, oh, somehow I feel I'm a man today. We're talking about facts. And this is scientific. We're not talking about some religiosity, some religious dogma. We're talking about facts. So please, feelings do what? Come and go. Facts remain eternal. Facts are truths. Fact is knowledge. They don't change. So true knowledge is our, you know, what I'm doing here, what we are doing, this, this is the what we call it what time is it providentially. And no doubt people know about the apocalypse. That word like the epoch times, apocalypse. Apocalypse is not a dangerous word. It's a very beautiful word. It basically means the unveiling, the revealing of things. Things not so good and things very good to get to the things that are very good. So when we read the book of Revelation, we see the unveiling of things not so good, even in the church from the very beginning. This is only 30, it's not even 30 or seven years after Jesus has resurrected, gone, you know, ascended. Jesus comes in spirit and starts warning the church. Amazing. That should get somebody's attention. That's why we know for a fact the destruction of the family did not just start in the 50s. It has been going on since time began. So can you imagine that Jesus just showed up and he has empowered and Paul has gone out to somehow... The churches were already going astray. You're forgetting your first love. You, it goes down the list. Amazing. So think about that. 2,000 years ago, the church was going astray. In Jesus' time, the temple was going astray. What we are getting at, brothers and sisters, is facts. How do we help the church and religion to come to the point of number one? To lead, you must take ownership of the faults, the mistakes. Let's not call it too much because sin is just that. It's, you know, you made a, you, you, you detoured from the path, so come back on the path. True leadership, my beloved brothers and sisters, is that type of parental heart. You shared it that when you were young, when you, you, you know, you made, we all did things that were. Children need to hear that. People need to know that authenticity, not, oh, I've been always this, you know, presenting ourselves as if we've always been this. And that does not, that's not leadership. That is, again, the false political 
pretext we see leaders come forward and you know they dress well wear their tie on this and then you dig a little deeper you see things that so facts not feelings amen and true knowledge of our creator god's will and the christ-like divine principles for us we must know that very well that's what we are seeking to unveil we are unveiling those things they're not so good but we will get to the very good we want to get to that so what is what is it or what are the principles needed to live a godly principle christ-like life that strengthens again the family i'm sorry for the for for oh, oh, oh you cannot see that anyway um so what are those principles and uh, we've alluded to them a lot god is the number one principle and you know god is what god is love so the question we ask ourselves very important in this time at least for me to help others and for us to help others do we love or tolerate it's a very important question what's really going on in the christian man's mind or the religious person's mind is it oh i just going to tolerate or i'm going to love so i say we love that's what we need to do we love we love with what truth which is so one of the most difficult things in life to love person and tell them the truth i love you urban i love you i love you i love you i love you but if you have a behavior i don't like that doesn't mean i don't love you i hate your behavior just like the child at home come here johnny you know i love you but this weeping gonna pain me more than him you did bad i don't like what you did nothing wrong with that if we cannot bring that as part of our leadership to really speak the truth in love, not loving, not speaking truth to condemn, to say, oh, to divide you, no, to help you get straight, very important. So we love with truth and we call that what true love. That's what true love is about. So then what then is true love? Is it a feeling? We've said true love cannot be a feeling. Yes, we feel something. But it can because it's a feeling it, your child will make you feel sad tomorrow because he or she will do something you really do not adorn or agree with but you're still gonna love the child the fact is i still love you so it's more than as one of the singers say it's more than a feeling <laughs> it's more than a feeling <laughs> feelings come and go feelings come and go feelings facts like truth is unchanging we've said that greater truth series so i wanted to share something that is part of this 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 um unveiling we are definitely in difficult times things have been poured on us but uh, god wants men and women who are going to be endowed with the creative way to love people to correction so let's look at this story. The will of Christ's mind makes a victorious way. This is why we are here, because we know God will make a way for us to deliver his children. It says, one day a farmer's donkey fell into a well. The animal cried loudly for hours while the farmer tried to find something to do to get this donkey out. Finally, the farmer decided that the donkey was old and, and the well was already dry and needed to be covered anyway that it really wasn't worth pulling the donkey out of the well. He invited then all his neighbors, friends, to come help him. They tried. 
each grab a shovel. Now they were going to bury the donkey because it was, you know, no need. They each grabbed a shovel and began to do what? Because the well now was of no use. The donkey is old. Let's give up. They start pouring dirt on the donkey. Then the donkey realized <laughs> what was happening and cried. Of course, cried loud. Then to everyone's surprise, the donkey quieted down after a few shovels, pools of dirt. The farmer finally looked down into the well and was amazed at what he saw. With every, every shovel full of dirt, the donkey was doing something incredible. It was shaking off the dirt and stepping on top of the dirt. Very soon, everyone saw surprise how soon everyone saw surprise how the donkey the donkey was shaking off the the dirt and would just stamp on the so the more they, they pour dirt on it to bury it it just kept doing that to their surprise the donkey starts elevating before they know it, the donkey is now he can walk out of the hole what does that mean, brothers and sisters? We are in a, such a situation where, yes, you are called names. You're a Nazi. You're no good. We are called names. You're a bigot. You're, you're like a donkey. You have no use. Because what do we do for Nazis? We keep, we put, lock them away. A bigot. Oh, we really don't want no bigot around us. So like the donkey, the church now, the religion is now people are saying like the donkey is of no use. It's so old. We are not getting no life from this, from the well. This is what's happening. So me, this old donkey now, that I'm not, God wants to do something through us. Nothing is impossible. Especially nothing good. Everything good is what? Very possible. If we really just first calm down, because it's not about feelings. What time is my, it's not about feelings. Feelings get in the way. If the donkey has allowed his feelings get in the way, it would not come to his right senses, creative senses. Feelings are what's controlling us too much. They are our lower level base, um, 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 part of our makeup, feelings. They are not really. Because I can say something now that may touch your feeling and oh, you change totally. But will it be true? I can come back and say, you know, I really did not mean that. Or da, da, da. Then you, your feelings readjust again. <laughs> so we have to know how to be calm, as the Bible says, be still and know I am God. Look at Jesus. Peter wanted to, to fight. Say, no, I got this. God got this. But he got it how? God is not going to just miraculously do the things we was, you know, we saw in the Old Testament. We go kill people. and No, 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 no. It's going to walk through I and you. It's going to work through us. The ones who are calm enough to take it to God in prayer, to be sincere, to take ownership. Especially the ones who can realize the situation. And so we are realizing. So use the death that is thrown at you, brothers and sisters. And you are using it well, Jennifer. Barbara, you're using it well. All of you here. Dr. Richard, you're using it well. Death has been thrown at So use the death that has been thrown. They throw you. To wisely build. Yes, we, that's why you got into... If that dirt was not being thrown, oh, you would still be comfortable, like many of us. Well, it's still, we're comfortable. But because we see this dirt, and that's going to affect we. So 
free. Remember the five rules to be happy. Free your heart from hate. Very important. Very important. Hate again behavior, but never hate the person. For me, I'm not a politi I'm not a political um, party registrant. I can never be, will never be. But this is what I am. I'm a liberated conservative. Figure that out. I'm a liberated conservative. I'm responsible for everything. Everything, not some things. Everything. Because I, I know that if I know God, if I claim I'm one with God, I'm a, I'm a man of God, like Jesus, responsible for all of us to show the way, the right way. So how do we free our hearts from pain also that others may cause us? Free your mind of distractions because all these things happen are kind of sometimes distractions. They want to distract you from staying centered on the truth. Simplify your life, America, please. We, our life is too, it, it seems like we need everything before we feel happy. No, I love this. I love, I love where the two or three are. I don't need a crowd to feel that now I am, I am somebody. Simplify life. We don't need five, ten cars to prove God has blessed me. Simplify life. Why, why am I saying that? There are people we can help more. Not just because we have the money to dump. To No, we can do more with our wealth. Give more and expect less. Very important for ownership. God gave us all. And somehow, hmm, yes, he expects more. But from our own leadership training, always know this, that I may think I have the solution. I'm giving it. But what may come back? If I get, say, if I follow the way I give it and expect, oh, everybody's going to believe. Uh, you, you set yourself for heartache. Love more and do what? Shake the dead because in this life, you have to be a solution. We are the solution. So today, there's so many things I would, but I don't want to because we've not even had a break and we've been listening and we again, we want to be solution based. One thing is a fact. Truth does not depend on anyone's belief system. You can believe whichever way you believe. Truth, like gravity, <laughs> what goes up comes down. Don't how, no matter how you believe it. Truth, like the great principle in the Bible, whatever you sow, you will reap. Even though you will be merciful. Yes, the judge can be merciful. But karma works. It is there. You sow it, you're going to reap it. You have to deal with it. Even after you confess it, you're still going to deal with it. You still. So truth, whether you believe or not, it keeps marching on. Whether somebody said the earth was round or flat, the earth still continues. Whether you believe the sun rises or doesn't rise, or you, the, it continues. The world continues, whether you believe it or not. So one of the beautiful things today that we really heard from one another is how the family, the husband and wife, husband and wife, this is part of the ministry, I and my wonderful wife. Come forward, mommy. Come just stand with me a little bit. We are, we are so grateful to heaven for this for this ministry. Um, because it, it is at the heart of creation. This is my lovely wife, Ayano Ishii. Please show her love, show her love, show her love, show her love, show her love. 
Mm, love you so much. The ones who the one who really seeks to ground me. So, as was echoed, let's use the the Bible again, the scriptures. You know, the Bible tells us right from the first chapter, God created them male and female in what God's image and likeness. So when this when she's far away, I am incomplete. She's incomplete. The image and likeness of God is when the male and female become one at heart. Not just physical sex and produce children, which is part of it. But if you, as the Bible says, he blessed them to be what? Fruitful. Meaning to align with God. Fruitfulness is not about multiplying as sometimes has been misinterpreted in our Sunday schools or in our churches. Because if you say fruitfulness is many babies, then what is multiplying? So fruitfulness is like the seed becoming like the fruit. The seed. The human becoming like in alignment with God's will. Now you can take the seed of, of ripe fruit. Before a, a, a tree, a fruit ripens, you cannot plant the seed. It will not grow. It will not multiply. But once it is ripened, once it aligns with its true nature, the seed, now you can plant it. You can multiply. And this is what has been happening. We have not had this type of, again, sexual education, which is what it is, that, hey, Young men and women, you know, the true image of God is when you and your, your partner are really united in God. Let's give it a scriptural backing, says Jesus. Jesus says, don't you know, when they came to ask him about, you know, Moses will give us an ordinance for divorce. And Jesus said, don't you know it was not so from the beginning? The one who created them, created them male and female, that the man would leave his parents and the woman will do the same. And the two will no longer be twined. They will no longer be two. But they will be what? One. one. Echo if you know that. Because this is give and receive family here. bro. There will be one. one. Are we one? <laughs> no. There are two beings here. One at heart. One in God's will. One in spirit. That is the true need we have for all human beings must start as our sisters and others echoed it. Every home that has the image of God really seeking to be one not the, you allow your your division you let second coming meaning the child now plays, plays you against each other. I think someone talked about that. <laughs> Tommy would run to mommy and say but that is it. You know once we don't let that divide, once we are clear, now we can raise the children very properly. But if we don't, if we have two di divergent thoughts, divergent hearts, well, in my family, this is how, you know, we don't span, and you don't really discuss how we are going to raise our, our children, then problem. Thank you, darling. I love you so much. Thank you. She's going to give us a presentation later about her great work. Uh, I'm just excited about what she does. So, Heavenly couples in ministry is what we encourage. And again, I don't want nobody to feel 
that um, God does not recognize persons who are unmarried or no, no, God recognizes all of us, especially now if you keep your body as the temple of God, because that's what it is, the temple of God. You, if you, if we really come to teach people that value this your body, young man, young woman, because you know what dwell, who dwells in it, you know what who really, you know this body is not your own, it belongs to the Creator. It's on loan, whether you like it or not. So use it properly. So heavenly couples in ministry is one of those things that helps us to help bring some more clarity into absolute sexual education. And so we do it every Saturday from 10 to about 11.30 and other days uh, where we help people, first of all, to identify with who they are, their nature. Because once you get to know the value of who you are and you start teaching a child from the, you start telling a girl, a, a young daughter, you are a princess. You are truly a daughter of God. You are the most valuable person, not just in my life, but in God's life. And it is true. You really encourage that with clear, practical um, 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 guidance that continues to celebrate and enforce the truth. Because it is the truth. I am a child of God, as Jesus said, by if I believe. And he says, I'm a joint hair. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Where did somebody escape that? He's giving you joint hairship, giving you the value. That's not only for some people. He's saying you have access. All of us are this valuable. Hence, God so loved the world. Why would God so love the world if it is so full of all the problems we are talking about? It is because you, I, even the child who is a transvestite who has been misled, is valuable at the core. So I, we must keep doing what we are doing because the purpose of this, our life, again, is to have a healthy family. And we're not just talking about family that is nuclear, man and woman at home, but this whole us, universal siblings, we must care for one another and do the best. So one of the things that we know for a fact, the inclusive reality, as God is unveiling, it's unveiling, yes, um, there's going to be a little tension in this in this presentation in a way, but you, your spirit can release it. So, so God is unveiling the inclusive reality or nature of existence. As we unveil at the core of our existence, the very good divine nature within all. That is what we are praying for everybody to help others see. Because it is when you help somebody see their value, you can now correct them. You can now, they are willing to listen. But if I come condemning you over and over, why should I listen to you? No, seriously. That's why some of our children, parents, have not been able to guide them. We, they come only from the condemnation part. You keep telling the child, no good, you're no good. You're no. Of course, you are enforcing words, life and death. Life and death, the words we pronounce, they manifest. Is there a preferred existence? No doubt, or a better way of life. No doubt, even though we are living in an inclusive reality, there is still a preferred way God wants. How then do we determine and walk towards the full manifestation of this divinely preferred way of living life? This is what we are wrestling with. And the Spirit is saying, let us wrestle with it without condemning the persons, but condemning the attitudes and the behavior and the policies and the things like that. That is what will help us. So first, we know that before us, is good and evil. That is unfortunate. It's a fact. We are godlike, as Genesis said. Now, oh, man has come to know good and evil because it tells us already creation, there's these things out here. God says, I put before you in the book of Deuteronomy, life and death, good and evil. I prefer you choose 
good. I prefer you choose life. So there's a preferred way. We know that for fact. There's a godlike way. So back to introspective gospel. There's too much of looking at the other as a problem. There's too much of that. We have to help one another tone that down. I am the problem and I am the solution. I am the problem when I overemphasize another person is the problem. Yes. That, that becomes, because it's going to lead to a permanent and willingness as people did in religion in the past. Unfortunately, forgive us God, which we have not repented for. People went to others and looked at them as the problem. They didn't, they, they just killed them in the name of religion, in the name of God, in the name of Jesus. And many of us are not willing to repent for that. To take ownership that, hey, my religion, yes, I'm a Catholic priest. The Catholic did some terrible things. This is a spiritual warfare happening now in this time. Because listen, as the Bible says, what you sow, what goes around, comes around. Oh, we did it, we did it, we did it. It's so painful. Now look at other religion. These guys, whoever they are, Democrats, rhinos, or whatever, who are past, they have now become a religion, religiosity. The same way the unfortunate, immature Christians and Muslims order did in the past. They didn't even ask you then. They would not say, oh, are you homosexual? Are you this or that? They just ask you, do you believe? And if you say, well, uh, before you, they chop your neck off. Ah! Even if you believe the same, look at what happened in Europe. The Qatars and others, they believe in God the same. Yet the church, boldly like communism, went and killed all of them because they did not believe in a particular way. They want you. They want to control you then. And Jesus condemned that type of way. The Pharisean way, we must condemn it. That way, it has no room anywhere in anybody's life. Where because you, we can dialogue, you present something dogmatic to me that unless I follow, unless I wear the mask. I mean, now we are finding out, my goodness, there was nothing like it. This, this horrible situation. But we comply to many of us in the name of fear which is unfortunate because human beings are riddled with fear from the history of religion through the history of communism. They copy. They copy. That's why they are now. It's, it's like, okay, the shoe is on the other foot. This is why it is troubling. And so we must get to that heart and we must request, sequester ourselves as true men and women of God and pray sincerely. And Jesus said this type of situation will not just go away by prayer. He says fasting. Take time out. I want to give people the solution that has happened for me. Take at least 40 days away and really say, God, I want to be part of the solution. I see God. I see your pain. Because if God is a true parent, God is in pain watching his children the way we are so divided. In a land that claims one nation under God. It's a big body for any true person. That's why you could not sleep. You could not you say, no, I've got to do something. Praying is great. That is what fortifies us. But we must be in the public square, doing our part, not condemning others, but making good judgment. Some people say, oh, you should not judge. No, we should judge. Teach your child how to judge what is good, what is right, what is evil to stay away from. We must judge. But we must not condemn the person. That part, we must put that. Because if we 
So it, it seems like a slight and a very important line. You will judge your child, but you will not. You will not condemn your child and say, because of now, get out of my house. Very few parents do that, and it's because they themselves, unfortunately, they, when they do that, check them well, check their own background. They were not properly loved to correction. So self-realization is very important that we take introspective um, gospel. It's not out there. It's I, I find self-realization, help people more to know that why is it that all of us have that same name of God? I'm going to end here. How is it that we all, someone say, what do you mean? I'm sure. What's your name, my sweet sister? You're just so wonderful. What's your name? Christine. Chrissy or Christine? Christine. So beautiful, Christine. Christy. Yeah. Beautiful. So I, all of us have the name of God. Who remembers the name of God in the Bible? So, oh, that's why you see, you see, I, I, I was saying, which so many, right? It looks like Yahweh, Jehovah, Jesus. But there's one beautiful name we see in the very beginning. This God introduced himself of I am. I am that I am. I will be what I will be. Oh, I am. We all have that name. This is the value, brother. It is not just talk. I'm, this, this is the truth. That's why God values us. If, uh, if you are to really introduce yourself, always introduce yourself properly with your God name. If you ask me who I am, I am. I am Father Bio Adrian. I ask you, you would say, I am Barbara. I am. I am. So simple. Lord, we pray people can get this beautiful, simple spirit. It is the I am in you, God in you. I see. That makes me want to love you, makes me want to tell you the truth, makes you, me want to rescue you, makes me want to go through hell for you, like Jesus did. Jesus said, I too, you too, if you believe in me, you will do greater than he did. Ah, was he just talking to hear himself speak? It is written, he says, so I can quote it as Jesus quoted it to Satan. It is written, get it behind me. So I can quote it. Jesus said, I should do greater work of love. Are we doing it? Church leader, church pastor, thank God for churches who are now realizing a church cannot be open only on Sunday for two, three hours or open on Wednesday for Bible study for only two hours and then some choir practice on, on Friday and you are paying big mortgage for a building that opens only maybe 10 hours a week. No, we need churches that set up schools. Get, get, get the, it, our churches must be open 24-7 like a hospital. If we want to have the authority we claim we want back in this world, that's what we must work towards. The, priest, the, the police station is open 24-7. The hospital is open 24-7. How come the house of God stays closed? And you're telling me somehow God is going to walk? No, God's not going to walk with nobody. That's all a show. Tomorrow you're going to hear, see the most, the most disturbing part of the world in America. The most segregated hour is coming up tomorrow. From 8 to 12, everybody, I'm going to my black church, my white church, my Australian church, my Korean church, my this church, my that church, my... Come on, somebody. So this is the challenge we have. We must understand that I am responsible. The church leaders are mostly responsible. 
every politician or if not most of the politicians have a spiritual leader and who is most times a christian let's take the poll in west virginia find that out almost all the leaders from the school board to the senate have somebody who got their ear as a spiritual leader so where does the blame lie let's want to put it squarely it lies at the leadership of the church because if you're in my church and you are commissioner i'm going to feed you something good i'm going to correct you when you misbehave publicly i'm going to say hey sister that's not the way god does it i know you have a good policy or oh, brother no no i because I, you say i'm your shepherd okay <laughs> But we're not hearing that. We are seeing us now divided based on politics, partisan politics. Church is taking sides. Should never happen. Should never happen. So, brothers and sisters, I get, except God, the solution is clear. Does the creator or the creation want to include you? Yes, he wants to include all of us. All of us. That's the original plan. What about him or her who may not reason, think? nor have the same background, heart, mind, growth, development like you and I? That is the question for many. What about that other person? Does God want to include the transverse side? The answer is yes, if they do the right thing. The answer is capital, yes. Does God want to include Hitler? Yes, if he does the right thing, but he couldn't while you are alive so we have a cosmic reality that is inclusive of all things seen and unseen a reality pregnant with what all forms of potential this is what's happening we have a creator who allows everything it seems and a creator that is so benevolent listen to this beautiful part about god i love god so much that god gives us the freedom this word americans have misused it the pastors have misused it they they, they don't they don't exegete it very well. Res freedom means only one thing, responsibility to choose properly. That's all it means. God has given us the freedom, meaning the responsibility to do what? Choose properly. To choose correctly. To choose the way of truth. Divine love. So there are always going to be two standards or multiple standards. Out always. There's never going to be a time whether we like that, oh, somehow, no, you know, there will always be standard because the cosmic reality is filled with potential. Any potential, if a man wants to do very good, it's there for you. If you decide you're going to conspire together and do evil, it's there too. That's why all things are going on. So I and you have to help people raise them to the right standard of knowing how to choose meaning to be truly free. And so I just end here. Um, Mrs. What time is it before I go over? I don't, I, are we on good time? 1.18. Okay. Well, we announced that we would end at 1.30. Okay, so yeah. Mrs. Bayo, get ready to just come because again, back at the heart of, of, of all this is, is to have a family that recognizes the image and likeness of God is male and female. And in that male and female rationale, um, it's not only for husbands and wives. Men must respect women. Period. Period. And when we don't see that happening, where did it not happen, Christy, um, Sister Jennifer and Barbara? Where did it not It did not happen in the church. The church does not still respect women the way God wants us to respect women. 
Why how can the church tell me, tell you, it's still written that a woman cannot be ordained? A woman should not speak the God. The woman was the first one who transmitted the message that Jesus was risen. So when we still have such mentality where we somehow want to say the, 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 uh, behind, behind every good man. Behind. Okay. And, and some women don't like that. And I, the Holy Spirit helped me adjust that. He says, don't feel bad about that. That's even best. Because you know what? My wife is my backbone. Are you listening? That's why, that's why. But men were using it derogatively. Oh, a woman's place is in the kitchen. Okay. From that kitchen, she feeds you life. From that kitchen. From that kitchen which you want to derogate. So what am I, what is the Lord saying? Back again to the church where responsibility belongs. The church produced the culture that is happening. The culture of divisiveness started with the church. Started with the church. This pigmentation started with the church. But before pigmentation, it was man and woman separation. Oh, she cannot do this. She cannot do that. She should be quiet. She should go home. Speak only at home. The woman who brought you the gospel. Now, you man want to muscle her. The woman who was the first to, to bring the evangelist. Who, now you want to muscle her. And we've been muscling her. And we think somehow we are going to live in the prospect of why God created this world. No, we will never. Until men realize the mistakes they've done and religiously and step up and say we are sorry for devaluing you women still today many religions the woman is separated the, the jewish religion the muslim religion and unfortunately many christian religions will not allow the woman to speak from the pulpit when she needs to speak oh that's your microphone down there what the heck is this i was think somehow god is going to and that's why you women are rising in a way. There are very few men who are bold to speak the truth. You women have to rise and speak the truth. You've been put down for too long. And this is part of the problem. We as men must acknowledge that. The last thing I would say to this, not the last thing so much, but one very important, which is about, again, repentance. The first thing that came out of our Lord and Savior's mouth, heart, was repent. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Why was he telling the people who are so-called prepared, the Israelites, who are supposed to know God very well? He was telling the high priest, number one, and the Levites to repent. They did not repent. They rather killed him. So if we, that's what many of us are, you know, self-righteousness does not like to call for repentance because we think, oh, I'm, no, 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 no. One of us said it. No, none of us is perfect, but God calls us to be perfect. How do we get through that type of perfection? Is by repentance, by honestly looking at this issue that I were presenting. We will find the solutions. We need to let the woman be a co-equal partner, a voice, not only in the public but from the pulpits of 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 the of the churches. If that is not given, if she's always put behind, she's the one who comes to church the most. She, If the church needs anything done, it's the woman who is always there. How come? So if that is not corrected, I'm sorry to say, say as the, the Spirit says, say clearly, nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to change. 
So wifey, you are part of that change with all this world because this man here has recognized <laughs> that I cannot do anything without her. Much as whatever. I cannot. So as she's going to come, my wife is, is, is a partner that I, I cannot over, overshare how I met her again through, through the blessing. This is why, Jennifer, we need some young help here, technical people. <laughs> well, you, you may know somebody because this is coming to your neighborhood soon because I can imagine, I can imagine, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can imagine the more we do, the more we do this, the more we do this, um, Sister Jennifer and Barbara, um, by God's grace, this has to be what we say a show on the road. Even as what I'm saying, we have to do our best. If we really are in agreement with, especially the things he presented, I'm in agreement with everything all of us have presented. We need to find more smaller groups where you and others say, "Hey, this next Saturday or this Wednesday, we're going to gather a, a few groups and." You know, begin to discuss the solutions more. That just now, as a commissioner, you can open up such a, a a public small gathering, and we need to take that on the road. We're not campaigning, but we are campaigning to the heart. Small steps, because that's where, like now today, I will forever be endeared to you because of this small group. Now, if there were hundred of hundred and something people here. So our next thing, yeah, oh, that speaker spoke well. But we don't get that really, because I want to be able to, as Lydia, I want to have your information, contact, and see where I can plug in to help or you can help. That's very true, my sister. The smaller groups, and that's how the politicians build. They have their home meetings, which we may not know about. And they start talking about, and they, okay, next one, where will it be? Who is going to? And so let us follow. It's a God way. It starts small, the seed way, and it grows. So, Mrs. Bio, my great wife here again. Um, I was a, a, a an African American Catholic priest, and I was one of those persons who um, was going the old the old way of the Jesuits way, where you know I, I wanted to be. Just by myself, I think that being by myself on a mount, I wanted to be a monk actually. That's why I still carry my Buddhist. I you know, I wanted to just, I wanted to just find God by myself. But no, God said it is not good for man to be alone. What did I mean? This oh, no, no, I want to follow God. I want to follow God. So we thank God as a Catholic priest. Um, again through Reverend Song Young Moon's um opening up his spirit, uh, his ministry for everyone, anyone. Um, through this relationship of absolute sex, purity, and abstinence. So, oh, okay. Um, it seems like, I mean, among that pool of people, there will be somebody. And the Lord gave me this wonderful gift. Uh, we've been married now for how long? 30 years? 40 years? 21 years. Oh, my God. Sometimes it feels like just 21 days. Um, and so she's going to come now. And she, well, she has some things she would like to share. Um... She's just my partner. I mean, she's just my heavenly couple. Without her, I wouldn't be here today. And I'm just going to... Let's welcome Mrs. Bio. Adrian. Hey. 
Hi, good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> yes, I briefly like to share about the feminine part. <laughs> As you hear from my husband, I married with him about 21 years ago. Um, I joined his ministry. So I was not raised at religious family. So it was quite challenge for me to deeply I came to this point to really be the change, <laughs> this Jennifer said, to bring in peaceful world. <laughs> yes, so as my husband said, I came here, United States of America as missionary for truly the vision of one global family, one family under God. So I married, Jared blessed, by our um, um, spiritual leader who initiated marriage blessing beyond different religions. So I married with my husband who a uh, Christian minister then, uh, the Catholic priest, Methodist pastor, and so on. He had a ministry, drums, not drug, and <laughs> so all kind of ministry he was doing. So we joined in heart to accomplish this vision of one global family. This is a partnership and collaboration through the interindependence and mutual prosperity and universal shared value. So I introduce myself. I am young from my husband, the identity in God. I am Ayano Ishi Adrian, a married place with my husband, father, by Adrian. Um, so I go to detail. Um, I am missionary for the vision of one family in God. I am ambassador for peace, true love, promote reconciliation and peace. I am wife of my husband, father, by who is founder of Holy Spirit Association for Heavenly Consciousness, International Family Center, Heavenly Oasis Ministry, and so on. I am the Heavenly Couple, Heavenly Wife, and co-founder of that ministry, and the leading the Women United for Peace. Also, I am the representative Virginia representative of Women's Federation for World Peace. Moreover, I am daughter of our creator and heavenly parent. We initiated the international memorial gathering, the heavenly collaborative, and encourage the old ladies and mother, between the mother of tribe, who are guided our children in totally way, and also together, the enterprising woman of faith, daughter of God, building, batting, and heavenly world together. The matter of uh, tribe program, we had this left, um, so the middle is we come together, all the different uh, field of ladies to really, um, this was a part of celebration we did, and we working together. The light one is every uh, Saturday 
my husband and I um, collaborate with many partners uh, throughout the country and globally uh, through the Zoom program. We have a company in ministry. This is True Love as Peacemaker. Invite you to join uh, Nocha True Human Food. The Human United for Peace. This is my grassroots every Friday. We are empowering and study together for ordinary women and also working together global women peace. Uh, ladies who come present for the sister, uh, to continuously empowering all the ladies to participate more public uh, service and also the uh, true family, um, um, peacemaker in the family. And in True Love University, this is uh, Sunday 10 a.m., my husband sharing about the heavily couple ministry. This is also I share with partner. We gather every Saturday, um, 10 a.m. And then um, join the service project through Heavenly Art. Becoming okay. Let's go next. So, woman's law in the world of peace. This is the mission statement. Woman's law in world of peace. I'm peacemaker, true lover in family. Play the important role for children and new generation. Reconciliation, reverse, heavenly world with motherly, maternal love. Uman, the founder of our spiritual leader, Uman need to come to a new realization of their original God's giving law and becoming the cornerstone for peace. Happiness, freedom, the only way for us to build peace in each of our nation in the world is to build true family confirmed in true love. So we believe the family is the school of love. Family has the potential to manifest most fully the ideal of true love. The children's love, sibling love, conjugal love, and parental love. So I, but my husband continue encourage in godly way to be the peacemaker in family, empower to participate public service, contribute goodness in society. This is my, my favorite quote. Um, the middle is the from Mother Teresa. And fruits of silence is prayer. Fruits of prayer is faith. The fruits of faith is love. Fruits of love is service. Fruit of service is peace. <laughs> this is community humanitarian project. They contribute your talent and gift through heavenly art for peace. This is our grassroots initiative. And see the some African family product. This is I am um, using as my gift for the heavenly um, um, for peace and community program. 
And this is a raising, um, the fund for community program, global improvement. Free, this is the free child education center is also in Pakistan, School of Africa project, and 1% love sharing to help humanity. This is a grassroots initiative. I just display a little bit what I made, this picture. Uh, this is, um, we are bringing, uh, the, the phenomenal uh, movement with um, um, collaborating with wives and, and many mothers um, who, yes, who also, you know, can labor, you know, labor to improve their family. Just non-profit organization. Profit goes to the humanitarian work, yet they are, we try to, they are, you know, help circumstances as well. One of, one of the um, which is so so wonderful um as as we go around the the nation or wherever we we do not um ask for speaking fees or whatever because we we just feel it is not about that but to support this effort and um, we've start we started what we call heavenly art for peace where persons like you or others actually um persons who have artistic skills creative skills are willing to do an art and donate it and say, hey, you know, I painted a nice picture. You like, you know, I'd like to donate it to you and you can raise funds with it. Just give me the cost or, you know, so that you can continue or the labor cost. And then, yeah. So we have a hub. We're just starting it. And this is part of the display um, that, you know, um, you can look at later on. Um, so, but it's something which we would like to engage everyone if you have something you like to donate, an art form that you think can help, and if you don't want credit for it, but to be used, it can be used that way. So um, we are, we're, and then for partners who really um, are devoted, we, 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 if, if you subscribe to that page and you help us, part of that funding too that we receive, we share with the partner to also do whatever good that they are doing. If they help promote, so we are still working on the statistic, but I think it's very important that um, we, we we take ownership, um, not just by waiting for somebody to say, oh, "Well, this is your speaking fee." But no, wherever we can afford to go by ourselves, but if you can support us, this is the way. Thank you, Mrs. Bay. So, we, in many ways, if we come together, we achieve greater. Yes. <laughs> So I'd like to also introduce about Women's Federation World Peace. This is a global organization I am part of. I am a representative in Virginia. So this is a woman working together to establish culture of heart in family, community, nation, and world in order to achieve genuine sustainable peace in God. Mission, empowering women with knowledge, skill, and supportive community to discover their unique value bringing lasting peace. Global Statement of Purpose, Global Human Peace Network, bringing together leader, organization, government to solve pressing social issues and secure an environment for equitable human development through peace leader based on Feminine aspect of human nature. Global Human Peace Network seeks to ensure lasting peace and prosperity for generations to come.
Yes, encourage to become global friends, and we work together and deepen partnership with organization. And so, Women's Federation World Peace founding purpose is one global family of peace. We build a global family of true love, practice a life, live for the sake of other, for our community, society, and build a peaceful world based on motherly love. This is the uh, NGO, United Nations General Consultative Status, with a mother's heart, I sincerely ask this is founder asking us to follow the path of true mother, path of true wife, path of true daughter, true sister, to true woman leader, who will build the unified world where freedom, peace, happiness overflow. So website, wfwp.us, please check out. And aspect of impact, women's leadership, family, and environment. Yeah, this is uh, many ladies. We have a program uh, and continue encourage women and to do great, uh, uh, play women's law in for world peace. Educational curriculum, leadership of the heart, cornerstone for happiness, marriage, and family seminar, cornerstone of peace. These are also we can going to share in the time of true love, uh, school, university, I and my husband initiate a Saturday and Sunday. And this is Hastori Award. We awarded many social society leaders and who accomplish an internal, especially internal challenge to love and to really working for peace in society. And we have a newsletter. And check out our founder's memoir, Dr. Hakjahan Moon. Women are turning point. Together, we make difference. Amen. So join the education Saturday and Sunday. I, I share our, we have also women's platform. Let us work together. Uh, and to really also encourage our grassroots ladies to participate in many levels. And also, we have a, this is announcement. We have a reconciliation, bridge of peace initiative, and family, race, religious, nation, and world. And bridge of peace. If you women all around the world take one another's hand as sister, their man would cease to fight and kill one another. Parents would no longer mourn the loss of their son and daughter from founder. We have uh, this piece uh, of bridge program on Saturday, August 26, in Washington Times. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I'm going to be here. We're going to be here as a neighbor for the next two nights. So, but we are also your neighbor. We're just in Virginia, Petersburg. So uh, we are east of you. Uh, here, Virginia was going to be called East Virginia, but somebody decided against it. So um, it's just it's just wonderful. Brother Oben, um, 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Yes, please come. Thank you again for allowing us to be part yeah. of this. Thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Father Bio and Ayano. Appreciate it. So, yeah, we'll come to a conclusion. Um, yeah, thank you for joining today. Thank you for joining online. We appreciate that too. And we'll uh, let's continue this work and make sure we do, you know, provide our young people with absence center education. So, of course, I look forward to working with you all, you know, to do that as we've been talking about. And so this will conclude our online portion.